You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretravee spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places and what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others, and it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hey, my dear friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I'm super excited today to welcome Dr. Susan Shumsky. She is an award-winning author, a healer, and an amazing thinker. And she's got a beautiful new book out called Prosperity Meditations. I love this book. It's wonderful. She's going to show you how to create more abundance in your life. Susan, welcome to Healing Arts. I'm so excited to be here with you today, Shelly, and I'm thrilled that you love my book. I love it. I love it. I'm going to keep it with me. It's going to be by my bedside. Um, Very, very special book, and I love it. So you have been out doing amazing work for many, many years. And I was just curious if we could go way back and tell us, how did you get into all of these amazing things that you do? Okay, so yeah, I, uh, 
I was a hippie <laughs> in the middle of the 20th century. And I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area. And those of us who were flower children, uh, we were really seeking higher consciousness. Probably people don't realize that it wasn't just all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was also about attaining altered, what we called altered states back then, altered states of consciousness. And our gurus at that time were Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, who later became Ram Dass. And they told us that we need to turn on, tune in, and drop out and make love, not war. <laughs> so that's what we were doing. And they told us that we could reach nirvana through LSD. Well, as a matter of fact, rather than reaching nirvana, I actually had a psychotic episode from taking LSD. So it was not too cool for me, but I still wanted to reach nirvana. So I was desperately seeking and I was reading all the books I could lay my hands on about higher consciousness, cosmic consciousness, and so on. I was reading the Buddhist scriptures. I was reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda, which many people at that time, that's really what turned them on to Eastern philosophy, Eastern wisdom, and so on. And I was reading The Way of Zen by Alan Watts and other works by Alan Watts. And he told us that we need to find a meditation guide. Well, <laughs> in the 1960s and 70s, you didn't exactly go to the yellow pages and look up meditation guide or anything remotely similar to that. So I asked a friend, how do I find this meditation guide? And he said, well, have you ever tried to meditate on your own? I said, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. So I lay down on my bed. That's how clueless I was, Shelly. I didn't even know that you're supposed to sit up when you meditate. I lay on my bed and sort of prayed for or asked for a meditation. And immediately I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel this cord or rush of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way up to the top of my head. Now I felt like I was plugged into this cosmic electric socket, but in a most ecstatic way. And I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. I know that not only did I have my first meditation experience, but also Kundalini awakening all at the same time without any stimulants, any drugs, anything. So it was a completely natural experience. And not too long after that, a friend took me to the Transcendental Meditation Center. And I saw the picture of the guru on the wall who was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And the moment I saw that photo, I just knew that this is where I would learn real meditation. And my dream was coming true. And I ended up going to India to study with Maharishi. And I ended up in his various ashrams for two decades. And I worked on his personal staff for six years. So that was my beginning, beginnings of spiritual seeking. I think that is incredible. I have loved transcendental meditation. I've been doing it for 20 years. So oh my um, I love it. Um, I think that's amazing. So what was it like to work with him and live in that ashram? It was a combination of heaven and hell. One day heaven, next day hell, next day hell. It was just an emotional roller coaster because... He was, 
playing his little games with people's egos and trying to help people to attain higher consciousness through traditional methods of India, which include kind of um, uh, destroying the ego. <laughs> it was oh, like wow. it was like ego extraction surgery or something like that. Anyway, it was uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. Wow, you need to write a memoir, I think, about that. I learned time, a lot. Sure. Yeah, I everyone. I this memoir right there. Right oh my there gosh, I see that now. I need to read that. Maharishi. Wait a minute, we need to get a copy of that. That looks amazing. Maharishi and me seeking enlightenment with the Beatles guru. Wow. You have so many wonderful books. I'm going to read that one next. That okay. looks interesting. It is. So. It's fascinating. Fascinating book. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this new book, Your Prosperity Meditations, I love it. You talk about at the beginning, you're talking about what meditation is, how people get into it. You share a lot of affirmations. I've always been a big believer in affirmations. Do you have a quote in here from Jim Rohn? And when I was in my 20s, I represented Jim Rohn, um, his one day seminars and stuff. So I was happy to see that. And I'm a big believer in affirmations. Can you explain to viewers what an affirmation is in your um definition of it and how we use them to right. change and lift us up in times of difficulty thank you yes so in um in the very first chapter of the dhammapada buddha tells us all that we are is the result of what we have thought i'm going to repeat that all that we are is the result of what we have thought and he goes on in that verse to say if a person speaks or acts with a pure thought then happiness follows him or her if a person speaks or acts with an impure thought then unhappiness follows him or her so what he's telling us is that we are creating our destiny our reality ourselves through every thought every word and every deed so we're creating our own reality day by day moment by moment and you know, Jesus said the same thing. He said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouths. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouths. So we, we are definitely, uh, all the great sages throughout the ages have been telling us that we are definitely creating our own life, our own future, our own destiny through these three things, thoughts, words, and deeds. So when we speak we say, it's very very important that we pay attention to what we say we don't necessarily have that much control over the odd thoughts that are just streaming through our minds day by day but we have a lot of control over what comes out of our mouths what we say and even more control over what we do so we have the power not we are creating our destiny already so because of that we have the power to create a new destiny if we don't like the one we've created so far we can always change it through changing our thoughts our words and our deeds so that's why affirmations are so powerful and so important if we go around saying oh i'm so unhappy i'm so tired i'm so exhausted oh, i'm so sick i'm so overweight oh, i'm so poor if we go around saying these 
affirmations, those are affirmations. Anytime that you invoke the mighty I am presence by saying the words I am, you are definitely creating your future because those words have tremendous power of creation. So it's much better <laughs> to go around saying, I am happy, I'm healthy, I am joyous, I am prosperous, I am loved, I am beautiful, I am my perfect size and weight. These will manifest just as the others will manifest. So it's very important that we pay tremendous amount of attention to what's coming out of our mouths. So that is the idea of affirmations. The idea is to create a new reality through speaking the truth. Affirmations are simply speaking the truth. That's all that they are. It's wonderful. You've got some really beautiful um, long affirmation slash prayers where we're, we're blessing our home, for example, and blessing different parts of our lives to attract that abundance. And one of the things I love is that you've you've invited us to invite many different deities from different um, spiritual belief systems. So share with us, if you will, just some of the ones you love to work with. And I know All that's right. a big question. Oh, but, oh you um, mean share with you about the different divine beings? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, some of your favorite divine beings oh. who you work with the most. There's so yeah, many. I work, with, I work with Babaji and the Holy Spirit the most. Those are my two main uh <laughs> beings of light that i communicate with one male one female babaji male and holy spirit female so those are my two you know go to <laughs> go to divine beings <laughs> then but many others and i and i work with many others such as jesus and uh, such as saint germain mother mary so many. In fact, I wrote a book called Ascension. And this book is all about the beings of light, how you can communicate with them, who they are. Uh, it has a lot of stories in it about divine beings, immortal beings, and not just the usual suspects like Jesus and Babaji and St. Germain, but different beings that you would never have heard of from all around the world, even from America, who have attained what we call ascension which is to transform your body into a light body and become a being of service to others for eternity, basically, immortal beings of light. So, so it's got tons of illustrations and paintings that I've done that are in that book and you might really enjoy it. We will love it. We will love it. So what do you, how do you um, help people who feel I hear this a lot. They're going, well, meditation, that just seems like it's too, you know, daunting a task. You know, how do you help people step that down so they realize really meditation is very peaceful and very, very simple to do? It, yeah. So the thing is, the easiest kind of meditation, in my opinion, is what I call guided meditation. Guided meditation means it's a, it's a total no-brainer. Uh, all you have to do is either read it from the book, just read it, or uh, you can make an audio version of it by speaking the meditation into a device and then playing it back and just sit comfortably and 
really, really comfort is the most important thing about meditation. So sitting comfortably with pillows with, you know, not in the middle of the floor in lotus position with back rigid. For most people, that's not the most comfortable way to meditate. Most people, they really need back support and they need to be comfortable. So get into a comfortable position, start playing back that uh, meditation that you've recorded with your own voice and listen to your own voice guiding you into meditation. Close your eyes before you um, start. And, and it's so easy, it's a no brainer. All you have to do is just follow the step-by-step -step instructions that are in the meditation. That's why it's called guided meditation because you're being guided every step of the way. And I believe that's the simplest way to meditate. And that's why I've written several books that have guided meditations in them, including prosperity meditations and also including earth energy meditations, third eye meditations and instant healing as well. Yeah, that's what I love about your books because I, I'm a big believer in that also. And I put the meditations in there and yeah, they, they have apps now for that. This is really easy. You know, people can do that. And the other point you bring up that I agree with a lot is that I think that when people actually do record these in their own voice, the subconscious mind really enjoys listening to ourselves. Don't you think that's powerful? I think it's even more powerful to listen to it in your own voice. But many of my books are audiobooks as well that you can you can get audiobooks on Audible or however you listen to audiobooks. Absolutely. So what do you think about the current, um, I don't know, just all the things that have been going on for people the last few years? And in my mind, why, I, to me, this is very, very important now. It's never been more important. Where do you think we're all going with this? And how can people, if they feel very overwhelmed by what's happening, use some of these processes to create greater abundance and joy in their lives? Yeah, it's been a devastating effect on the economy of this COVID uh, pandemic. It's, it's just been completely horrible for a uh, vast majority of people. It has not been beneficial, has not created prosperity in their lives. So we need a little bit of a boost. We need a little more self-confidence. We need to change our attitude about money. We need to change our attitude about abundance, not just money. Uh, abundance on all levels of life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, in all areas of life, health, uh, family, career, love, all areas of life need to be abundant, not just uh, filled with lack and lackluster. So this book, Prosperity Meditations, can really help people to change their attitudes. And that's the, the, the main thing about affirmations is that it instantly changes your mind. It instantly changes your attitude. And your attitude is what's creating your life, as, as we discussed earlier. So if you can change the way you think, if you can change the way you believe, then you're going to change your life. That's just the way it is. And collectively, the way we collectively, human beings, uh, believe the way we think what our attitude is that will change the entire world so if we can create greater inner peace if we can create greater confidence within ourselves if we can create a positive attitude about 
what's going on and about our future, then we'll create a more positive future. It's really that simple. It's so simple. Yeah, I totally agree. I love the um, the affirmations and the, um, the the idea that you want people to say things aloud is also very powerful. Can you speak to why that is so important to say some of these things aloud? If you want to manifest things in the in this world, in the physical world, speaking the affirmations is very, very important and very, very powerful. So say anytime you say an affirmation, it's a good idea to say it with a confident and strong voice and say it as though you really mean it. And also pretend as though your higher self is speaking through you, not your ego. Your higher self has greater power. Your higher self is the true manifester of everything. So uh, by speaking as though it's your higher self saying it through you, it's more powerful. Like for example, I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. That is wonderful. The idea that we are the only authorities in our life, I think, is an important thing that people need to hear more often. <laughs> exactly. We are 100% responsible because we've created whatever situation, circumstance we're in, we have created that ourselves, not necessarily consciously, though, unfortunately. Uh, in fact, it's the opposite. It's really whatever our unconscious beliefs are that is what happens in our lives so jesus said it is done unto you as you believe according to your beliefs so be it done unto you so he was saying that we are creating our own destiny through our own beliefs and it is not though it's not our conscious beliefs it is our subconscious beliefs because those are the deepest beliefs that's what we really believe not what we think we believe <laughs> what we really believe is what manifests so that's why saying affirmations repetitively and diligently and continuing with that positive attitude that gets created every time you say a positive affirmation, that's what's really going to change your life. And also meditation is very important because you go to deeper and deeper levels of awareness. So, or you could say higher levels of awareness. Either way you express it, it means the same thing. You believe that the meditative process is kind of washing the cloth of the soul each time you dip into the unified field? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, when we meditate, we do experience greater awareness, we experience greater light, we experience who we really are, we release stresses and strains and anxieties and fears and doubts, all the negative thoughts begin to wash away as you as you so eloquently expressed and we feel better and better every time we meditate we feel we feel better we're just refreshed through meditation because we're going to a state of infinite refreshment a state of infinite energy when you can tap into infinite energy you become more energetic <laughs> that's what meditation does 
And, and how often, I mean, let's say we do have, we all have deep rooted um, thought processes that needed to be weeded out of the garden of our soul, let's just say. So, so how often or how um, effective are just simple affirmations? I, I, I do meditation also every day. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's transformed my life um, like nothing else really ever has. But if we simply just did met affirmations alone, could that be at least partially helpful in that direction of, of getting more of what we want? I guess that's what I'm asking. Yeah, definitely. Affirmations are incredibly powerful, um, as we've been discussing. And just by using, for example, the affirmation that I just spoke out, uh, that can change a person's life if they use that affirmation often. Because what it does is it, that particular affirmation creates greater confidence. It creates greater self-authority, self-worth, uh, self-empowerment. So that really is the basis of everything. Being, being, having the inner strength is really the basis of all good in life. So that's, that's, a, that's why that affirmation is so powerful and why I, why I gave that as a great demonstration of a powerful affirmation. I was just on a show recently, we were talking about um, a book I wrote, and the fact that sometimes people are getting intuitive hits from their guides or God and their soul, their higher self. But I think that we're often very distracted by reality and all the input coming in. And so sometimes we tend to ignore the flashes of wisdom that are coming to us. And don't you think that these methods, I mean, the methods in this beautiful book, which I love, um, you know, are so helpful. I think we're just helping us to focus on those things and even to just quiet the mind so that the higher frequency information that I feel we're being fed all the time can actually come through to our benefit. Yeah, I have a book about that. It's called Awaken Your Divine Intuition. This book is written like a workshop. And what this book does is it takes you through the process of learning how to listen to that still small voice within and exactly how to do that step by step and how to do that precisely so that you can distinguish and discern between the true voice of spirit and other voices in your mind. So you can test whether the message you're getting is the real thing, but not only that, how to open to that and how to use that in everyday life to solve everyday problems. I think it's important for us to take time, um, I wouldn't say how long or how much, but I think everyone needs to take time to listen to that inner voice and to follow inner guidance. And how to do that is through, it's really very simple. When people meditate, usually what they do is they go into a deep, quiet meditative state and then they come out and that's it. They go into meditation, they feel peaceful, they feel quiet, they feel relaxed. Uh, the stress leaves and then they come back out and yeah, they feel better. But I suggest that you know everything that I teach is based upon one principle and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. So what I recommend is that when you're in that deep meditative state, you do something that people usually don't do in deep meditation. And that is to start asking, to ask, to start a dialogue with spirit. 
to begin to ask questions and receive answers from that divine voice within, from your higher self or divine beings, uh, whoever it is you're calling upon. So this book helps people to learn how to do that, how to ask so that you can start to develop your intuitive abilities so you can start to listen to that inner voice and receive inner guidance daily. So there was some time in my life when I made the decision, it was back in the 1980s, when I decided that I wanted to be led by spirit on a daily basis. And so I made the commitment to do that. And by the way, <laughs> it hasn't been easy. It's been actually very challenging because the spirit will often give you assignments that are very difficult that take you way out of your comfort zone out of your little envelope you've been living in. So it's been a really interesting journey, but very fulfilling. And it's, <laughs> I write about that in my book, by the way, my memoir, Maharishi and Me. And uh, yeah, by listening to that inner voice and follow the, following the guidance, miracles start to take place all over your life. You're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, the right people show up and coincidences that are not really coincidental are happening all around your life. And you start to feel like you're in really in a flow of divinity and the flow of divine guidance, which is so powerful and it makes life just so much more interesting. <laughs> and you're always jumping off these cliffs. But when you jump off of a cliff, you know that either God is gonna catch you or you have to learn how to fly real fast. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, I think you're right. I mean, following that inner guidance isn't always easy because sometimes the guidance is, is asking um, people to do things that all of the normal friends and family are thinking, you can't do that or, or that's crazy, you know, and then you just have to follow those, those inklings anyway and see where they take you. And, and like you said, they can take you to some pretty magical places, I think. It's been a very interesting ride that I've been on since I made that decision really interesting <laughs> it's how i got my first book published by simon and schuster where is that book let me have it here anyway my first book called divine revelation got published by simon and schuster by listening to that crazy inner voice that was telling me to do crazy things <laughs> the people would think she's out of her mind anyway <laughs> yes we need more people who are out of their minds exactly Yay. out of our minds out of the logical mind that is the ego mind and into our spiritual mind which is god within us which is our higher self which is the truth the real truth of our being absolutely and the more we follow it then the more things unfold in the way that we want exactly Susan, it's been such a joy to connect with you. Um, I cannot wait to get my hands on several more of your books, especially <laughs> Maharishi and me. I can't wait. Um, and friends, I'm telling you, this is a beautiful book. Everybody needs this right now. One of the things I found so helpful was um, Susan has some processes of clearing just the energy in our homes. I think that needs to be done for everybody just because we've been in them for a few years now. Let's clear the energy and let's start bringing in what we want because it's all possible. And she's going to share that with you. I will have your website below. Um, give us your website and any other um, pertinent contact details, though, that people can reach you. 
I have a couple of websites. One is drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And another website is divinetravels.com. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. That's plural on the travels, divinetravels.com, where you can find out about going to sacred destinations and cruise ship seminars, seminars at sea. So many things at divinetravels.com. Absolutely fantastic. Dr. Susan, you're amazing. I love it. Um, it's a joy to meet you. And I just wish you continued success, prosperity, happiness, and joy on your path. And thanks for the work that you do. Well, thank you. It's been a great joy to speak with you, Shelly, and to meet you. And same for you. All good. All good in your life. Thank you so much. Friends, we've done it again, another episode of Healing Arts. So we will have the web links below. I hope you have a blessed day and a prosperous and beautiful future. And I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. I have an amazing new book that's being released on May 8th. It's called Past Lives with Pets. That's right. Have you known your little fuzzball in a past life? Maybe you have. And guess what? A lot of my clients say yes. And in this book, we will explore the past lives of my clients and you'll have opportunities to take guided journeys and see your own connections to your lovely little furry companions. There's also tons of other exercises to help you recover from the grief of losing your pet. You can meet your animal spirit totems learn how to communicate with animals, and so much more. So click on the links and check out my new book. You're going to love it. Past Life with Pets, coming out May 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady. <laughs>